This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It's a Friday. We're going to spend time with Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Here he is. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And it's very disturbing the new attempt uh, and um, legislative move which would basically make the regulations of the uh, medical tyranny, the lockdown, lunacy, part of everyday life. Right Mm. now, despite us having reached uh, tomorrow will be the second year anniversary, two years of lockdown, lunacy, masquerade madness for this COVID cult, which is like a new religion, for goodness sakes. You know, you've got to believe in coronavirus. You've, Mm. You've got to believe that a cloth mask can stop a virus. You've got to believe uh, that somehow lockdowns help, despite all the evidence that the lockdowns have done nothing but destroy economies. We were promised two years ago, just three weeks, just three weeks, just a two-week extension, no more. This is the last extension. No, we just need another three months. This is the last extension. We were even told uh, at the State of the Nation address the lockdown is going to end very soon. Uh, well, you know, that's just quite a while ago. But now there's an attempt to introduce it into legislation to be permanent part of life after the state of disaster expires uh, yet again. And so right now there's an attempt to move all the legislation that is being enforced right now. Well, it's not legislation. It's not legal. Uh, it's, in fact, uh, completely against the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. But the demands that you wear cloth masks in all public circumstances, transport, church services, public meetings, all that sort of thing, is meant to now move under health regulations, which they are wanting to have debated by April, that this would become part of our everyday life where you can get massively fined for not wearing a mask or for allowing someone into your church if who's not vaccinated or has a test done in the last 72 hours, PCR test, which, as we know, the PCR tests are notoriously unreliable, 97% percent false positives. We know that the masks don't actually help. We know that the vaccinations don't actually help. We know that the countries that have the highest levels of lockdown and masks wearing and vaccinations actually have the worst amount of cases. And countries that have not done any of the coercion, such as Sweden, have done no worse. In fact, a lot better than those countries that have had severe lockdowns like Spain and, and England. And the most heavily vaccinated countries like Israel actually have the worst amount of COVID cases. And that the more the vaccination, the more the mask wearing, the worse the situation gets with countries that achieve natural immunity by or what they call herd immunity by actually contracting the virus and recovering, are doing a lot better and didn't destroy their economies in the process. So we've got to challenge this. This 
affects every kind of freedom. No government has the authority to interfere with freedom of conscience, freedom of opinion, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press, freedom of assembly, freedom of association, freedom of worship, freedom of movement, or any of the other essential freedoms which are the foundation of civilization and which are guaranteed in our Bill of Rights. No law has any validity if it violates the Bill of Rights. And the state of disaster has actually not only violated all of these freedoms, but it has crushed our tourism industry. It's crushed church service attendance. Church services have never recovered in the last two years. And health does not require fear-mongering, guilt manipulation, incessant propaganda, coercion, compulsion, and censorship of opposing views. Those telling the truth do not mind being questioned, and those propagating a lie always resent being questioned and seek to suppress alternative opinions. Facts are not afraid of investigation. And it's completely unnecessary and counterproductive to require people who have already contracted the virus and recovered from it, and obviously have natural immunity, to take the vaccine, especially an experimental DNA-altering medical procedure. And it's outrageous that so many businesses and farms have been crippled by government regulations and restrictions all in the name of combating a virus. I mean, this is, this is not a democratic model. This is a model that has come from the same place as the COVID crisis in the first place, Red China. And it's clearly a smokescreen for colossal corruption that's already looted many hundreds of billions of rands from our solidarity funds, meant the relief of businesses forcibly closed and workers prevent from earning a living. And so the lockdowns have been used to advance a communist agenda through increasing state interference and controls and economic suicide, although suicide's probably the wrong word, and because suicide suggests it's voluntary. Uh, this is not voluntary in most people's places. It's more like economic mass murder. Communism is where the state dictates who can work or travel, where they can work, when they can work, how they can work, and you need to show your papers for even internal travel. So those who love freedom reject this masquerade madness and this lockdown lunacy and the salvation by vaccination COVID cult. It is unacceptable that any government can interfere in things as personal as wearing a mask, depriving yourself of oxygen, mandatory vaccinations, vaccine passports, mm. and to now force this on churches. And that is what the new legislation that's now trying to bring all of this COVID cult under the Ministry of Health and make it part of daily life. We need to speak up to our elected representatives. We need to, we need to speak up for freedom. Whatever happened to freedom of choice? Governments are meant to be civil servants, not mm. totalitarian dictatorships who can claim to own the body, the life, and the freedom of its citizens. Our Lord Jesus said that in, in Luke 22, that the kings of the earth lorded over them and call themselves benefactors. It should not be like this to do, because the greatest should be like as the least and mm. should be like the servant. And freedom of choice should be respected. The Bill of Rights and the Southern Constitution guarantees the right to life and the freedom of integrity of the person and privacy and freedom of religion, belief and opinion and the right to freedom of conscience and thought. All of these basic rights are being violated by these lockdown regulations, even if they want to slip it now under the Ministry of Health. Mm. And the science doesn't back it up. The, even the people who have the vaccine get the virus. So we're imposing this that of the nation just admitted even after uh, getting vaccinated, uh, he still got 
Levi's. And uh, Justin Trudeau, who was triple vaxxed, still had to confine himself uh, because he had coronavirus afterwards. And it's known. I mean, what kind of vaccine doesn't stop you getting the virus? And you still need to do all these extraordinary measures even after having taken it. And so it is the duty of any medical practitioner to prevent any medical procedure that can result in injury, disability, or death of the patient. And no one should be coerced into accepting an injection that has death as one of the possible adverse reactions. And so the Nuremberg Code of Medical Ethics, Universal Declaration of Bioethics and Human Rights, Article mm-hmm. 6 of the Geneva Convention, uh, 419, Article 32, require voluntary informed consent for all medical procedures. It is a crime against humanity to use coercion or compulsion in matters of health and medicine. And there are many other views, and there are adverse reactions. And Children's Health Defense and America's Frontline Doctors and the Curland World Doctors Alliance and Doctors for Truth and all and many other medical sites representing tens of thousands of medical professionals are warning the vaccines are actually far more dangerous than the virus. And why are reports of the adverse reactions being ignored? It is criminal to coerce anybody to take a potentially harmful injection, especially when those vaccine producers have been expressly indemnified against liability. Vaccines that are safe and effective do not need to be promoted by marketing, propaganda, bribes, threats, coercion, mandates, and compulsion. Why are vaccine producers indemnified against liability for any and all effects caused by their products? If the vaccines were really safe and effective, indemnity from liability would not be necessary. And so we need to remember God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. It is time for us to live our lives free from this medical tyranny and this coercion from the state. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not allow yourself to be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute, bringing you this morning's Christian perspective on the news. Dr. Hammond, thanks for your time this morning. Here's to a good Friday and a great weekend. Thank you. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit. 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.